the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. Uh, You might have heard through the grapevine, Lundy, there is a certain game that's going to be played in Foxborough with mammoth implications because... It is a homecoming of sorts, uh, one in which Patriots fans are bittersweet about. It is going to be blasted all over media this week. It is the centerpiece of conversation. Of course, we're talking about the Tom Brady Bowl. As it returns to Gillette Stadium to face his former employer, of course, a franchise. They post some storied results for over his, uh, what, 30 years, it seemed like. He was there with the New England Patriots. So I think he helped. I think he helped found the team. As a matter of fact, <laughs> um, I think he was there with a shovel yes. when they were breaking ground at the stadium. I mean, he's he's definitely uh, he was there for a long, long time. Yeah, I think him and Paul Revere uh, actually are the co-founders <laughs> of the New England Patriots franchise. Uh, so as a result, you look at the swath of sports books that are out there, and all of them are offering their. Brady specials, including DraftKings. And the great thing about DraftKings right now is uh, they're giving you three 25% boosts on any of the Brady bets that you want. So let's go ahead and fire one off. And I got one right here. Uh, Tom Brady, over or under five and a half passes to get over 67 and a half pass yards. And Lundy, believe it or not, I'm going to say under on this one and using that 25% boost, it's plus 137 for him to do it. So let's get seduced by the juice. Look, he's averaging 11.2 yards per completion. So that's where DraftKings got this 67 and a half because that shakes out to like 67.2 on six pass completion. So it's right there uh, and a little bit more. But here's what Brady is going to do when he comes out of the gate. He's going to come out a firing. Not with some, like, little pea shooter, some water pistol, but with a Gatling gun. And he's going to be cranking it, man. I really believe that. He's number three in total air yards, 8.1 yards per attempt. Uh, That is QB 10. New England's been damn good in coverage, but they have faced largely meek quarterback competition. 6.67 yards per attempt allowed. I just think Brady uh, might be slightly motivated in this game. Gronk slightly motivated in this game. Uh, likely going to get Antonio Brown back off the COVID-19 list. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. And you know he just wants to unleash hell from start to finish in this game. So, again, for him to get to 68 pass yards, I think it's going to take five or fewer attempts because Brady's going to take those deep shots immediately, plus 137 at DraftKings. Anything else? you like that one? Anything else on the menu that catches your eye, amigo? No, I think I kind of like that one because I like the idea of him coming out and just dropping some sort of dime where he picks up yep. like 31 on one of those catches. So, yeah, I, I you know, I think I like this one. I'm, I'm kicking back with these boosts, and I'm just going to enjoy it because obviously this would be a lot more interesting if New England were, you know, good. Um, but <laughs> I think – uh, obviously, the return, uh, the hoodie versus uh, Mr. Avocado Toast. Um, I, I think this is we're obviously blowing this thing up. I appreciate the fact that the sports books are having some fun with it and giving us some options, especially some creative ones like this uh, that we can bet on. Because, you know, like I said, I think this is this is going to be completely hyped to the brim. So if we're going to be hyped, we might as well do it with some cash. Yeah, the NBC executives are just be uh, thumbing through $100 bills in the process because the ratings are going to be a bonanza. And with that, on this Hum Day edition, let's get to it with another Fade 5. 
number five. All right, Lundy, uh, it's last week of the regular season of the Major League Baseball season, so let's go ahead and uh, hop in on a little diamond action, and let's go out west and give me Alex Wood, and it's going to be some good wood tonight against the Arizona Diamondbacks, the worst team in Major League Baseball. Give me Wood over four and a half strikeouts, minus 125 at DraftKings. Look at Wood this season in 25 starts. He's gone over this 17 times. Uh, opponents at uh, uh, going up against him at home there in San Francisco, batting just 209. Arizona has the 10th highest strikeout percentage of any team in Major League Baseball this month. And in four starts against the D-backs this season, Venomless D-backs this season, 7Ks, 8Ks, 5Ks, 5Ks. No way in hell, knock on wood. And again, hopefully this is going to be good luck, Wood. Uh, will that trend be bucked? So give me Alex Wood over four and a half strikeouts against Arizona minus 125 at DraftKings. Vader, follow. Well, folks, if you've been listening to the podcast long enough, you know Brad and I have revealed to you on multiple occasions that we don't talk to each other uh, ahead of time when we do this. this is <laughs> so you have organic. this on your card. So here's what's crazy. I had this in my bonus time, but I'm actually going one step further, Brad. Oh, okay. With our friends over at FanDuel, I can alt this to Alex Wood six or more oh. strikeouts, and I can get that at plus 135. Oh. And that is actually where I'm going with this one because I love the four and a half. I did sprinkle a bet on that. But in my originally, in my notes, I had written down in bonus time that I was going to share with everybody to go jump on FanDuel and take him for six plus and get seduced by the juice at plus 135. Yes, I think he will be mowing dudes down uh, in this game tonight as he continues to uh, perform well for a Giants team that has been really fun to watch here in the second half yeah no doubt about it should come up aces with alex number four all right let's go to the thursday night football affair now i'm not talking about jags and bangles the battle of the kitty cats i'm talking about what is on the college football gridiron and we got a pair of acc foes gonna go toe-to-toe virginia traveling down to south beach to take on the miami hurricanes uh, I'm not going to focus on the line because I think the line's actually pretty good in this game. But I am going to zero in on the total. Give me the over on 62 at minus 110 at Caesars. I did see it a couple of shops. I think Bet Rivers at 61 and a half if you're in Jersey. Uh, Unibet's got it at 61. Uh, you know, wherever it is, at 62 or lower, I'm jumping on the over here. And I know uh, De'Ara King is uh, unlikely to play uh, for Miami. They're starting quarterback due to a shoulder ailment. But they're going to be... You know, working in the pair of freshmen under center got their feet wet uh, last week against uh, Central Connecticut State, and that was like a 69, not so nice for Central Connecticut State to nothing romp. I know it was in the 60s, but here's the reason why I like the over. Uh, You look at the quarterback play of Virginia. Brennan Armstrong has been money in the bank, a guy that just uncorks down the field. He's averaging 426.3 passing yards per game, 13 total touchdowns through the air. And Virginia's defense, very generous. Uh, And I'm saying that uh, in really a mild manner because they're giving up 423 yards per game in total. That is dead last in the ACC. Miami, not much better defensively either. Uh, They're a bit of a styrofoam wall that uh, opponents are just breaking through often as they have given up 31 points per game uh, and over 400 total yards per game as well. 
Uh, so or close to 400 total yards per game. They're actually averaging 455 total yards per game on offense. But without King, that may fall back a little bit. But this game feels like it's going to be in the 30s here, Lundy, in the end. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of these two teams creeps over 40. So I think the 62, 61 and a half, 61 line, wherever you get it, way too low. Again, give me the over, minus 110 on 62 at Caesars. Fade or follow. I will follow on this, and in fact, uh, a little early uh, uh, commentary I was going to make tomorrow. I'll take Virginia plus the six. Mm. Um, you know, and this is going to be back-to-back weeks that the Who's are probably going to screw me uh, because <laughs> I took them last week, and of course, uh, they did not perform well against Wake as I had expected. But um, I just, I don't, I don't trust this Miami team right now. I really don't, uh, and so that's why I would take the Virginia plus six. But I think part of the reason why is I think this could pew pew pew. pew I think we're going to get up into the mid 60s uh, from a scoreboard standpoint. So I like the over in this, and then a little early bonus time. I'll take Virginia plus the six points. Uh, because Miami might wind up winning this, but I don't know, man. I just, as I watch the ACC, Brad, I don't know that I can sit back and put anybody uh, as a touchdown favorite with the way these guys are playing each other. Yeah, I'm with you there. Should be points aplenty in Miami over, over, and over again. Number three. From an over to an under, and from college to the NFL, uh, give me the under on Tennessee and the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They suck, suck, suck right now. Uh, the total is at 45 and a half. Uh, reason being is this. The Jets have gone well under in three straight. Hell, they've only scored 20 total points in three games. Uh, Tennessee has been under in two of three. Uh, it's not so much the Titans here because the Titans could hang a 30 spot in this game. But can realistically the Jets even reach double figures and scoring, uh, not a chance at all in my estimation. When you have Derrick Henry, who could get 30 carries in this game, pounding and solding away the clock, uh, I just don't think there's going to be a whole lot of possessions for the Jets to even scoreboard chase if they wanted to. So in the end, I, I feel this game is going to be way under. I'm shocked at the lines at 45 and a half. I thought it would be maybe like 40 and a half, 41 and a half. No way. In my estimation, this game goes over. So give me the under. Tennessee and the New York not-so-fighting Jets, those puddle jumpers, 45.5 minus 110 at DraftKings. Follow, follow, follow. Yes, uh, I will take this one. This, this Going back to what you said you thought the total would be, this feels like a like 31-10 to 10 game, right? If that. If that. That's if the Jets can actually pull anything off. Uh, because as you pointed out, they are not scoring at all here to get things started for the season. So, yes, I like the under in this one. I like Tennessee to cover. It's an eight-point spread right now. I just think this game is going to be ugly of the early slate uh, on Sunday. This will be one uh, that I will not be stopping by as I'm flipping through my (laughs) Sunday ticket. Uh, Unless you're a Derek Henry fantasy enthusiast, then uh, it's going to be a glorious Sunday for you. Stick around for our top picks on the upcoming NFL Week 4 slate, plus bonus time in Major League Baseball. Number two. All right, let's look ahead to the other Thursday night matchup. This one on the senior circuit between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And a bet uh, that I locked in immediately and is now at minus odds in most books. I got it at plus 100 uh, when it opened. Jamar Chase, Alundi, for an anytime touchdown. I think it's going to happen. Uh, you look at Jacksonville, they just trade away arguably their best DB, uh, C.J. Henderson, to the Carolina Panthers for Dan Arnold in a third-round pick. 
Uh, so they're already depleted in that secondary. Uh, and Jay's going to go up likely against Shaq Griffin early and often in this one. A player that's been targeted 16 times, giving up 11 receptions for 149 yards. Not a touchdown yet, but 13.5 yards per catch and close to 100 passer rating surrendered. Chase right now has been money in the bank. Uh, an dot that is number four among eligible wide receivers is 17.38. Uh, top 10 as well in yards per target at 3.75. And he's gone touchdown, touchdown, touchdown in all three games. Four TDs in total, a pair of 40-plus yard receptions. Rekindling that bromance he had on the field with Joe Burrow back during that duo's LSU days. And he also gets it done after the catch. Wide receiver 19 in yak per reception. So I think Chase finds the end zone yet again and continues this white hot start to his NFL career. So fade or follow Chase for an anytime touchdown. Again, I got a plus 100 to DraftKings. If you can find it plus odds anywhere, pounce like a panther on it. If not, even at minus odds, uh, like minus 110, I think it will happen. Do you agree? Yes, and as of this morning, it is still plus 100 at DK. Oh, so if you want to jump on that, you can. Uh, yes, I think he uh, will snag another touchdown. I think it'll be one of the highlights of an otherwise <laughs> game uh, that's going to take place on Thursday night. Brad, let me put you on the spot here because I might have a bonus yeah. that you want to take advantage Ooh. of. How many yards do you think Mr. Chase will finish with on Thursday night? Uh, my guess is 70-plus. Okay, then you are going to like this because Caesars right now has a boost available to you. If Jamar Chase has a touchdown and goes over 65 and a half yards, they've got that boosted to plus 250. Uh, it's Ooh. basically a pre-built same game parlay for you. So if you think he's going to score and you think he gets over 65 and a half, they've got that bumped up for you for a nice little payday of plus 250 and i i may or may not have already taken advantage i mean maybe <laughs> i just i'm just saying i might have already uh you know thrown a, a unit bet down on that one because i do think that he splashes six and those two things to me just kind of correlate um i think he's due for at least one good long reception he's going to get targeted a lot you put those two things together i think he surpasses that 65 and a half yard mark so why not pop those two things together and get yourself a higher payday oh it's like tacos and tequila a perfect pairing. Number one. All right, let's go back to the NFL, and let's talk about uh, one of the weekly specials that DraftKings has, and this is a uh, muy interesante one. Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts for rushing and passing yards combined between the two players. So together, uh, it's over under 699.5, and they only offer the over on that at DraftKings at plus 105, and I'm willing to take it. I fired off a ticket on this one. It's going to be close. I think it's a well-sent number. You know, Hurts this season averaging 319.7 total yards per game. Mahomes at 335.3 total yards per game. So, you know, just doing the quick math, 319.7, 335.3. That is 655. So can we muster another 46 yards in a game with a 54.5 total? Oh, you bet your damn ass we can. So I, I think this game will surge over, uh, especially if the Eagles play as poorly as they did defensively as we saw against the Dallas Cowboys. And Kansas City has been equally leaky uh, defensively in their own right. Kansas City giving up 280.3 pass yards per game, 9.14 pass yards per attempt, 43.3 rush yards per game to just quarterbacks. 
Uh, and they're giving up well north of four yards per carry to running backs. Philadelphia, meanwhile, they're giving up just 6.4 in YPA, 197 pass yards per game, and 11.3 rush yards per game at the quarterback position. But, again, this is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, we know that he will uncork early and often. And should sail past 300 passing yards, uh, chip in an additional 15 to 20 on the ground. Meanwhile, with Hurts, I think it's going to be another 300 plus because uh, they could be scoreboard chasing there at home. And I think he runs for 60 plus after falling short of the 40 yard mark for only the second time in his starting career inexplicably uh, last week in Dallas. That was one of the many bets that I lost on Monday, Lundy. So, fade or follow, Mahomes, Hurts combined. Pass and rush yards over 699.5 plus 105 at DraftKings. Can the Eagles actually have a game plan that wasn't done in crayon? Um, yes, Because correct. that's kind of what I felt like after the Eagles-Cowboys game uh, at Jerry World. Uh, the idea that Miles Sanders had two carries in that game is still mind-boggling to me. Um, but yes, I, I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to get seduced by the juice on this one, probably only like a half a unit play. I'm not going to you know, jump all over this because this is a big number and it requires Hertz to carry the load, if you will. If you'll pardon the pun, he's going to have to carry the load to be able to get that number up uh, relatively high. Obviously, he went for 361 combined in the game against the Cowboys, so that's going to help us get well towards this number. Um, but I don't know that he's going to have the same kind of passing totals against the Chiefs that he did against the Cowboys. So let's finger cross uh, that he can get those same kind of yards. I'll play this one because I'll get seduced by the juice. But Damn it, Philadelphia. Like, seriously, some kind of a game plan? Like, I don't even care if you break out a game plan from, like, five years ago against some other random – just anything but what you did against the Cowboys would be okay with me. Uh, yeah, me too as well, especially if we – God, that was ugly. Oh, it was hideous. It was uh, absolutely disgusting. The fact that uh, Jalen Hurts uh, had – like was like 3X the carries that uh, – that Miles Sanders had? Yeah, I, nine I, carries for Hertz, two for Sanders. Yeah, that is uh, mind-blowing, mind-numbing, and just flat-out idiotic. Are we sure Matt Nagy wasn't coaching that game? Uh, with that, <laughs> <laughs> with that, let's work at some Baroness times. Lots to talk about in Major League Baseball. Fire away, hombre. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we've spent a long time talking about that unbelievable streak for the Cardinals. Like, I'm pretty sure the last time that St. Louis lost uh, a baseball game, it like they still had a football team. I mean, good <laughs> Lord, they were on a roll. Well, you know who else is on a roll? The Yankees. Seven yeah. in a row. Garrett Cole will be on the bump. Uh, taking on Toronto. Um, he's had two starts in Toronto this season. He's got a combined 12 Ks uh, in that one uh, or in those two games uh, combined. So I'm going to take the Yankees on the money line. It's only minus 115. Um, and I think a team that has been just raking lately, putting really hard contact on the ball. Um, I, I think I know it's Jose Barrios, but if he puts anything uh, within that strike zone, I think Aaron Judge uh, will launch it uh, into another province. Uh, so I'll take the Yankees on the money line. And then a couple of over-unders for you. I don't see a lot of runs tonight between the Padres and the Dodgers, so give me under eight on the total there. And Brad, I'm just going to follow the trend on this one, which means it's probably going to screw me, but I'm going to follow on this one. Over eight and a half runs between the Cubs and the Pirates. Yes. Here's why. The Pirates have gone over this total in four of their last six, including 14 runs in their last two games. Wow. Um, and I'm talking 14 each, people. 14 runs in each game. The Cubs have gone over this total in 14 of their last 15 contests. 
This eight and a half number to me is way too low for two teams that were sitting here at the end of the season, and you might as well be doing slow pitch adult beer league softball. So <laughs> I'm going to hammer the over on the eight and a half between the Cubs and the Pirates. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is uh, rookie mode in, in the video game world uh, between those two teams. Uh, I think they're thinking about tea times right now in a uh, southern latitude climate. Well, I'll tell you what, 14 runs in the game between these two teams yesterday, they were just putting the ball on a tee. Yeah, they don't care. Uh, the guys are trying to get bonuses in their contracts. <laughs> that's, that's what they're trying to do. Other uh, guys are stepping up the dish. I've only got one bonus time in Major League Baseball tonight. Give me the under uh, for the Cincinnati Reds on three and a half runs on the south side against the White Sox and Carlos Rodon. Minus 130 at DraftKings. Rodon. 2.84 ERA over the second half of the season. 2.45 ERA at home this year. Two earned runs or fewer in five straight starts. In Cincinnati, oh, they struggle mightily. Barely treading water against Sal Paul's this season. Hitting just 227 as a team with a 690 OPS. So I think the big red machine will run out of gas and be in the shop on hydraulics. So uh, just a couple of runs on the board for Nick Castellanos and company. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith and Always podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly, amigos? And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.